0: This is the Calm Living Blueprint podcast, episode number 33. Hey podcast listener even if you are feeling alone in your pursuit of calm and confidence know that today right now in your earbuds you are joined by thousands of others all around the globe seeking to do the same thing you are at calm living we believe it's only when we stop struggling against our fearfulness and our anxiety that we begin to find lasting freedom from it to live the lives we want to live that is what this podcast is about. Come join the confidence revolution. Well, hello. Welcome to episode 33 of the Calm Living Blueprint podcast. My name is Candace Esposito, I'm the founder of the Calm Living Blueprint, and I'll be your host. I hope this finds you doing well, as always, thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen. Now, I know the title of this podcast episode may be controversial, I mean no offense by it, and I think you'll understand that along with what I mean by it once you've listened to the episode. So as always, I just ask you to keep an open mind and notice if what I say resonates with you or not. If it does, wonderful. I encourage you to put it into practice in your own life. And if not, that's okay too. We've touched upon loneliness in a previous episode, uh, which specifically surrounded loneliness that can be experienced during the holidays. In this episode, I want to approach it a bit more generally. It's such a common concern I hear from clients And it's something that I've felt myself. Actually, it's been something that I found myself struggling with recently. I believe there is a difference between being alone and feeling lonely. Just because we may be physically alone doesn't necessarily mean that we feel lonely. And we may feel most lonely when we're around others. So what is it that causes this feeling of loneliness? As I said, it's a feeling I've been experiencing recently, which caused me to take some time to be still, allow myself to feel what it was I was feeling, and to inquire as to what is at the heart of this feeling. So in this episode, I want to share with you what I've learned about loneliness and how to deal with it. As always, a quick reminder that the show notes for every episode are are available on the Calm Living Blueprint website. The show notes include the MP3 recording, the transcript of the podcast, any resources mentioned, as well as the home play that I recommend in each episode. The show notes for today's episode can be found at calmlivingblueprint.com/33, and that's the number 33 as in episode number 33. Have you ever felt lonely? I believe at some point in our lives, most of us have that feeling of being disconnected from others, a feeling of hollowness inside you, a bottomless pit of isolation. In times of loneliness, you may also feel sad, anxious, hopeless, fearful. One of the greatest insights I've learned about loneliness is that it's an illusion. It's an illusion entirely created by our mind. In that sense, when we are conscious of this fact, loneliness is a choice. Here's how this happens. Our false sense, our ego, which we talked about last episode, only really ever finds itself in the reflection of others. Okay, so that's why it doesn't tend to do very well when it's alone, because it's not getting any reflection. And as a result, it tends to go inside. And the reflection it gets inside is usually not very pretty. A negative reflection usually. We tend to be very hard on ourselves. So what does your mind tend to tell itself when you're feeling lonely? Thoughts like, nobody loves me. I'm not worthy of love. Nobody wants to be my friend. I don't deserve love or friendship. There must be something wrong with me if I'm feeling lonely like this. I'll never be loved the way I want to be loved. Essentially, it's a feeling of lack, right? That you are lacking something. Love, friendship, whatever that may be. But is that really true? Is that really true? I get this, understand this, and like I said, have, have experienced this myself. When we have these thoughts, when we get entangled by these thoughts, we feel anxious, lonely, afraid, sad, depressed, hopeless. What creates these feelings inside us, though? Is it the situation itself, being alone, the present moment that you are living in? Or is it caused by believing the thoughts and the stories that your mind is telling you, by believing what your mind is telling you about being alone seeing that this is what happens that our self-image is what is having a problem looking for its reflection in others so it can feel good about itself that's the key once you are aware of this you can take the necessary action to overcome loneliness so what can we do question it question it all and get really specific You will feel lonely, sad, anxious, all those painful feelings until you recognize that what the mind sees as true actually is not true. Until that time, the mind will continue to generate all these uncomfortable feelings. And you come to know this truth not through your mind, but through your being, through your emotional being. Logically, you can get all this. Right? You get all this in your mind, but until you experience it, feel it as truth within your being, within your body, you won't really get it. So be willing to slow down and question it. Question the loneliness. Get very specific. What is the specific thought, the specific sentence that is causing the feeling of loneliness in you? Okay, so not just my thoughts in the general sense or as a vague notion, what is the exact specific thought that is creating this discomfort for you? Now, of course, there may be more than one thought. There's often more than one belief. My point is that you need to get specific. When you get specific like that, your awareness, your consciousness grows. So for example, let's say the thought is, nobody loves me. What happens when you believe that thought? What do you feel when you take that thought as truth? Now question the thought. Is that thought actually true? What's it like to know that thought is not true? What does that feel like? Hey, what about this thought? When someone is not with me, I am not loved. What happens when you believe that thought? What do you feel? Now question the thought. Is that thought really true? What's it like to know that thought is not really true? What does that feel like? The important step here is to pause and allow yourself to experience what that is like in your being. What is it like when you question the thought? Because like I said earlier, it's not just a matter of your mind getting this, your body has to get it too. So when you see through a thought, it's necessary to pause and let your body, your being... Really experience what that is like because that's where this is really happening. The questioning part, the mental part, is only a means to help get you back to your being, to reorient yourself, right? To get back to what we've talked about before as pure awareness. That's what has got to get the message, okay? So, this is a way of reorienting yourself back to pure awareness. So, really pause. Really let it sink in. Like, wow, it's not true that I'm not loved when no one is here with me. What's that like? What's it like to feel love with nobody around you? What's the quality of that kind of love? Use these kind of questions to lead you into the experience of it. Remember, you create your own reality. It's not the situation itself, being alone in this context, that causes the pain. It's your ego's identification with it, believing the story it tells you about it, that causes the suffering that you inflict on yourself. It's not the situation but your identification with it that forces you to relive the past again and again and keeps you in a state of unconsciousness or unawareness. So how long does it take... To become free of this identification, the good news is no time at all. Once you are aware and recognize what is happening in you, this knowing is all that is needed to break your identification with the thought or story. The emotion, okay, loneliness in this case, is not who you are. Don't fall into the trap of thinking. There is something wrong with you. The ego loves making yourself into a problem. And as I've said time and time again, you're not a problem that needs to be fixed. So the knowing, that pure awareness of what is happening, needs to be followed by acceptance. Accepting means you allow yourself to feel whatever it is you are feeling in this moment. Loneliness, sadness, anxiety, whatever it is. It's the resistance to what is that causes the suffering. When you accept what is, the suffering lessens. There is nothing you can do about the fact that at this moment, this is what you feel. So instead of wanting this moment to be different from the way it is, which only adds more pain to what's already there, Is it possible for you to completely accept that this is what you feel right now? It's not really about doing anything. It's just about finding out whether it's possible for you to allow these feelings to be there. If you don't mind being lonely, what happens to the loneliness? I encourage you to test that out. Find out for yourself. What happens? Aren't you curious? If the thought of lack, lacking love, lacking friendship, if that has become part of who you think you are, you will always experience lack. All you see is lack. To break free of this, acknowledge the good that is already in your life. Oftentimes, Whatever we feel the world is withholding from us, we are actually withholding from the world. Okay, think about that for a moment. Are you withholding love and friendship from the world, from those around you? When we believe we are small or unworthy, that we have nothing to give, often we do withhold, perhaps unconsciously, but we withhold. The truth is, you already have it in you to give the love, the friendship. It's already part of who you are. So I encourage you to try this approach out and see what happens in your life. Whatever you think people are withholding from you love, friendship, kindness, caring, whatever it may be give it to them. Allow it to flow out of you. Ask yourself, What can I give here? How can I be of service to this person or this situation? It may sound counterintuitive, like, how can I give if I feel like I don't have it or I'm not receiving it? But I'm just asking you to try it out and see what happens. I mean, what have you got to lose? What I found in my own experience is that soon after I start giving, I start to receive. Give it. And it'll come to you I'm no different than you are I bet you'll find the same okay so what are we really doing in this process what are we doing when we defuse from our thoughts question them make space for our feelings of loneliness and pause and stillness it's a way of caring for and loving ourselves isn't it I'm sure you've heard this before but I think it bears repeating If we want to cultivate love and relationships in our lives, we have to begin first with ourselves. Any satisfying relationship, be it a friendship or a partnership, begins by learning to extend warmth and caring toward yourself. If you're anything like I am, or like a lot of my clients are, we're pretty hard on ourselves. I've met people who appear to have everything on the outside, But when they talk about themselves, they tell me they feel something is missing, something is lacking in their lives, that something is flawed. And out of that, they feel loneliness. In Buddhism, there is the notion that the foundation of any love is unconditional friendship toward oneself. And what does unconditional mean? Well, it's a love that isn't based on any conditions. It means that you are friends with yourself even when you don't like yourself. Now, at first, that seems like a contradiction, doesn't it? Like, how is that even possible? Well, if you're going to wait until you live up to the image of who you think you should be, once you get rid of all the dark corners of yourself, so to speak, until you are perfect, and then you can make friends with yourself, well, it's never going to happen. Make friends with yourself as you are not with your mind's idea of who you should be okay so of course you want to be the best you you can be I'm not talking about not changing or not taking effective action toward making changes in your life I'm talking about the starting point the basic motivation for making a change when you make a change because you are your own best friend then you're likely to accomplish something meaningful. If you are trying to change yourself because you don't like yourself, you will just keep beating yourself up. Okay, so remember, your being, what we've called pure awareness in previous podcast episodes, your basic nature, never changes. Your being itself is unconditional and within you. You already possess All these qualities of love, compassion, intelligence, gentleness, and wisdom. They are inseparable from you, just as light is inseparable from the sun. You don't have to go out seeking these qualities. You are love. These qualities are all within you. The suffering, the loneliness, comes in when we separate ourselves from this fact. When we believe the ego our false sense of self when we believe the thoughts our mind is telling us. Think of it like this. If you had a bad day and were feeling flustered, angry, and upset, and if in that state of mind, a mother asked you to hold her newborn baby, you would naturally hold the baby gently, right? Why? Well, because that newborn life is precious and fragile. Just like that baby, our lives are precious and fragile. Our lives are precious because we experience love and compassion. Our lives are fragile because they are impermanent. One day we will all die and we don't know when that will be. Therefore, hold yourself with the same gentleness that you would show that newborn baby. Be your own best friend. The first step is to acknowledge our presence to allow ourselves to feel whatever it is we are feeling in this moment. Be aware of yourself, right? From the top of your head, down through your body to your feet and your contact with the earth. Scan your body and be aware of how you feel. Think back to when someone was kind to you. How did that feel? Did you feel a sense of warmth? The result of being kind to yourself is often a feeling of warmth too, much in the same way. Now it might be a physical sensation, or it might be more subtle, and sometimes you might not feel anything, and that's okay too. Because remember, this is a practice, a path, not a one-shot deal. Maybe at first you don't feel any warmth, then another time you have a subtle, fleeting glimpse of it. Maybe Maybe sometimes you can really feel a sense of warmth, and openness towards yourself. All these experiences are part of your journey. Okay, so let me sum up this process of showing yourself unconditional love, unconditional friendship. With gentleness, begin by acknowledging and feeling yourself as you are in this very moment. Continue with a gesture of kindness and friendship to whatever that is. Experience the sense of friendship And warmth within yourself. Gentleness, kindness, warmth. Now I've separated this all out into steps but in reality it happens all at once. It's one gesture. You just do it and it takes only a second and you don't need to try to hold on to any result. What do you do if you are interested in someone and want to become friends with that person? You spend time with him or her, right? In the same way, you want to become friends with yourself. And the most powerful way for that to occur is to spend time with yourself. Sit down with yourself in a comfortable position. Sit down with the kind of attention you would show someone that you wanted to get to know. Sit in a quiet place, free of distractions. Be aware of the environment and space around you then direct your focus on your breathing. Remember, your breath always takes place in the present moment. When we pay attention to our breath, we synchronize our mind with the present moment. We become aware of being alive. Just let the thoughts and emotions that come up pass by like passing cars or or clouds floating by. Sometimes you'll get swept away by them, that's okay. Gently bring yourself back to your breath, to the present moment. Taking some time each day like that with yourself is the kindest thing you could ever do for yourself. It will also bring benefit to your family, friends, and everyone you love. You can't feel lonely and loving towards yourself at the same time. Those states are mutually exclusive. So what do you think is going to happen if you continue to practice unconditional love toward yourself? This transformation is not based on trying to become something other than what we are right now, this very moment. It's based on being our own best friend. Use the feeling of loneliness and the pain that comes from that as a means to come into this moment to increase your consciousness And as a result, to lessen the egos, your minds hold on you. It may seem contradictory, but only through surrender to the present moment is it possible to be at ease with being alone. Loneliness is just a conceptual prison. It's all in our mind. And the great news about that is that the prison can be deconstructed. We can break down that prison. If you feel you are lacking love, friendship, kindness, compassion, give yourself these qualities first. In giving more to yourself, you'll receive more. You are never truly alone. We are all connected. There are millions like you right now who are experiencing loneliness, suffering just like you are. In that sense, we're all connected. I believe we're all connected, to by energy, essence, whatever you wish to call it. It's all within us. Take action to first understand the loneliness, to allow yourself to feel whatever it is you're feeling, to question its validity, to cultivate self-awareness, and to connect with the unlimited love and peace within yourself by showing unconditional love towards yourself then take action towards connecting in the same way with others. Although, by the time you do that, I have a feeling that you won't really need to take much action. The universe has a funny way of providing when you love yourself first. Alright, so I'm really interested in hearing what you think about this episode and the Calm Living podcast overall. Let me know by leaving a review on iTunes or connecting with me on our Calm Living Blueprint Facebook page. I look forward to hearing from you. Till next time, I'm Candice Esposito. Keep calm and carry on.